Good morning and welcome to the Morning Burrito. I am Michael. I am Eric. It is 10 o'clock on Tuesday. Tuesday. And uh, we have a fantastic, phenomenal, amazing show wow. planned for you and guys today. It is hot. It is really it's hot. hot okay, outside. So it's a hot show today. I know you, you tried to warn me of this two years ago when I moved here. Um, but do you ever listen? Apparently not because last summer was hot and it's like June and it's... <laughs> 100 degrees here every day. I know. It's like every day for the next eight days, my phone says. It's like over 100. Yeah, I looked at the 10-day forecast, and it's you know a couple 99s and a 98, but, I mean, it's 100 the rest of the time. I think I saw a 106 in there somewhere. Yeah, 108, 108, 109, 108, what? 103. Look, right there it is, right there. That's that's ridiculous, brother. Boom, boom. This is supposed to be Oregon. You're going to be a raisin. Dude, we... We are these. We are only two states away from the Canada border, and it's this hot. I know. How is that possible? We try to tell you. There's no rain. Well, what, three inches a year. There's there's no green. None. There's no plush. Zero. It's there's no trees. Nope. So there's no shade. None. Other than Russian olive trees that you know, just allergies make you have allergies. Allergies and dust. And probably soon to be smoke. Probably. Probably so. Fires are coming. But I'm we sure. did tell you that there was two two organs, the green and plush, and then there's the rest Us. of it. So <laughs> you didn't listen. You still came. It, I'm not saying that I don't love it here. Oh, I, do, I know. I do love it here. I know. I like the fishing. But this hot stuff needs to go uh, away. I, I'm done with it it's already. Not, we have people from our church that are in Arizona right now where it's 119, 121, 124, somewhere in there. Why would you do that and to they're yourself? Like, they're like, oh, how do people live here? And I'm like, you don't. I mean, you live inside. They're the whitest people on the planet because they never go outside. Uh, oh, and by the way, I like these because I can hear myself. I got a booming voice. It's kind of dangerous, actually, now that you can hear what you're doing. I know. And then I was like sitting here going like, I am never eating a burrito on this show again. That's not know what it sounds like. See, so you notice why when I eat a burrito, I learned this in, in, communicate, in broadcasting school. You get away from the microphone. No, I want to share. <laughs> we don't want to hear your your burrito eating. And I might move my lips. I could be like this ventriloquist for burrito eating. Your See, lips are moving. They actually. are not. It's anyway. on the mic. <laughs> yeah, we also have a church mother who's moving to New Mexico. By yeah. the way, yeah, bless her. Up. She should come back. She knows she's making a mistake. There's there's no reason to move to New Mexico. No, Mm-mm. it's like 190 degrees there right now. They can keep it. Ugh. So. What show is this? It's, I already said, it's the morning burrito. What number? Oh, uh, I think this is 31. <laughs> I know what you're thinking now. 31? I think it's 31. So we're over 30? Oh, good. Yeah, we're over 30. Good. And uh, so we've been pitching this podcast topic for a long time. I keep trying, have been trying to get him to do this topic, and he's been so hesitant to, to broach this with you all today. Oh. Um, but actually, he's the one that said we're going to do it this today so kudos to you for You're overreacting no that's 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 exactly this is like how. the foundational fundamental of who we are it is i mean it's a really important subject and there's a lot of debate about it in theological circles and scientific circles so it's it's an important conversation to be had and i don't know if we're really the two that should be having this probably conversation because we're going to probably mess it up on one side or the other, that's for sure. Um, but no, we're going to talk about evolution versus creation. And, uh, you know, this has been a topic for schools for... I thought we were just talking creation. I didn't know we were debating this. Well, I mean, not debating, but we got we to gotta present both sides of the story. Not really. Yeah, we do. It's important. All right. There are people on the other side. We'll that, see. 
may not agree with us. Well, I don't care. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so It's our podcast. Yeah. So, But, I mean, in schools, this has been a conversation, even since I was a, a, a teenager, of whether creationism should be taught in schools, whether it should be evolution only is the only possible conversation about how, you know, what the origins of life on our planet is, um, the origins of our universe even. I mean, this is bigger than just Earth. This is this is the universe. Um, and in a day when we have Elon Musk, who is probably going to be on Mars within the probably. next three or four years. He's probably there right now. <laughs> He could be. Could be. He might be a Martian, actually. Ooh, aliens. Mm. And going back to our aliens cup. That's what aliens sound like. Okay, I'm taking your headphones away. I like them. <laughs> um, but we are, you know, there is this uh, this reimagining space travel again. I mean, this, you know, for much of my life, nobody really cared. I mean, it was, I mean, you had the kids that wanted to be an astronaut, but there was no real desire to leave this planet to discover new worlds or any of that stuff to realize how big the universe is um you know because the space race was over and all of that but now that that's been reignited again in in people's psyches people are thinking about how did we get here mm-hmm. how did all of this come to be is it just random chance mm-hmm. um so i'm going to start by positing this question to you posing this question well before you. you get that far I mean, the reason why we're talking about the topic is not because it was, I mean, you started out with talking about school and teaching in school and teaching what we can teach and what not teach, but it's infiltrated the church. Oh, sure. To where we are like numb and clueless to even the topic. And I mean, as a, as a youth pastor for what, 25 years or so, um, having teachers sit as a, as a Christian teacher and having, you know, Christian educators uh, on the other side of the table trying to scientifically and biblically hammer out creation versus evolution. Some of those were very interesting conversations, but wow, has it infiltrated the church. Um, I've had over the years, I mean, lots of people. I mean, I'd say, I don't even know. I mean, way more than 100 people. Uh, Maybe that's not a lot, but it's a lot when you're having a conversation. Asking to teach evolution in church. Um, we need to have a Bible study. We need to have a class. We need to have uh, a small group. Or, mm-hmm. or hey, Pastor Eric, can I come and teach a week on, on evolution <laughs> because you taught three weeks on creation? No, you can't. You can't well, do that. I, 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 I've, ha- I've not had that, but I've had the, I'm going to teach creation as only one possibility. It has to be six days. I'm like, well, slow down, killer, because there's a lot of conversations here, and that's not how I want to approach the topic. Oh boy. Okay. So, but you have to teach it this way. That's the only way to teach. I'm like, uh, is it though? So that's what we're going to talk about. And today. then mama gets her hair ruffled and there are, there, uh, this is not just a scientific question. Right? No, it's this, not. this is a theological question. This is who we are as Christians because, or J- Jews, I mean, Jews have the same debate. Mm-hmm. Um, Muslims have this same debate. Um, I would imagine many faiths have had this conversation, right? Um, but within the Christian, you, you brought up the church and the Christian umbrella here. I think it's really important to um, lay something out right at the beginning to, 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 to start this conversation. There is a statement that must be made that is the premise for how we believe, no matter if we disagree on some finer points. Okay. Number so, one. So am I going to make that or? Oh, go ahead. God created it. Done. 
Yeah. When we get into the more finer That's details of podcast. <laughs> yeah. No matter what we talk about as far as how or, you know, the process by which all of this took place, both of us come at it from the same perspective of God created. So that's the most important thing. Science doesn't have to tell us that, right? Right. The Bible doesn't even necessarily have to tell me that. But it does. But it does. But I believe that. In my heart, God is the creator. God did it. And so, again... How it happened is a lot less consequential than the fact that God did it. You know, I'm not going to miss heaven because, oh, yeah, was it uh, young earth or early earth uh, or old earth? Um, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to miss heaven for that. And that's important. So if you're watching this today and you're somebody who, you know, raised in church, maybe you're in your 40s, 50s, 60s, whatever, and you've always been told God did it six days only. And, uh, you know, that's that's just how it happened. And if you don't believe that, you're going to hell. I want to tell you, that's not good theology that's not true <laughs> that's not what the bible says and that's not how we were supposed to believe um i think it was c.s lewis who said you know there's open-handed issues and there's closed-fisted issues mm-hmm. that we we must as the church embrace so open-handed issues evolution or not evolution but the the process by which how how creation happened would be an open-handed issue would you agree we'll see where you go with it the close-fisted part of it would be that God created. Yeah, okay. Is that fair? Yep. So the rest of it, you know, whether God It's used, funny that it's in the left hand. <laughs> whether God used... Sorry, no political statement there. Whether God used evolution as a part of that, whether it was six literal days, all of that stuff is an is up for interpretation. It's up for de- debate. It's up for question. That's fine. And we can still live as Christians together so long as we understand the premise that God did it. Okay. Okay. Yep. So now that we got that out of the way, there are basically, uh, from what I've gathered from my research, there are three running theories concurrently inside the church, outside of the church, three running theories here. Here's what I have. Number one, God did it six literal days. That's what happened. Took a nap on Sunday. Took a nap on Sunday. Yep. Second running theory is evolution is a part of it in some fashion, and we can break down some of the ways that that's viewed. There's different ways to view that. Um, but God still did it. God used evolution. That's how. That's the evidence that we see in science to support what God did. God used this evolutionary theory. Uh, and then the third is God didn't do it at all. Random chance, Big Bang Theory, you know, whatever. Right. Is that fair? Is that how you would interpret the three... Um, is, is there more than three that I'm, miss, am I'm missing w- something? Well, where would you put in the second or the third? Uh, we came from apes or fish or in the evolution process. Where does that fit? Uh, I mean, I guess it could fit in two or three. I, I would say certainly it fits in three. Um, okay. It certainly right. fits in three. I, so to break down that second one just a little bit, I think I've heard two separate theories most of the time. Um, so the second one is, or the first of the two, is that, God completely used evolution, that it was only evolution. That's how God did it from the fish in the sea to the micro single celled organisms to the humans, all evolution. But God did it. Right. The second theory, which I think is worth more discussion, is that evolution was used for animals, uh, sea life, so on and so forth. But God, because it's very clear in Scripture, very clear in Genesis, how he created humans, that humans were separated off from that, that humans were different. 
And the reason being is that humans are special. It's very clear in scripture. Humans are special. We are God's special creation. Yep. And so it's okay to assume that God used uh, evolution for everything else, but not it's not okay to say that about humans because it's very clear in scripture how God created humans. And so those are the two main theories when it comes to how evolution um, is used or how, how theology, theolo- theologians look at the evolutionary theory within the scope of Christianity or okay. in the scope of God. So, so if you're watching, you're going to have like a ton of questions about what he just said because you opened like 30,000 cans to talk about, <laughs> right? Yep. How dare you do that to us today? Um, so It's a big topic. It's a big topic. So you're not going to get all the answers, nor do we want all your emails on this, because we're just laying it out there for you to talk about and get in with your families and have the discussion. And and honestly, I think for me, for us, it's to get us to talk about where is God in the big ball? Um, is he really the creator? If so, what's he doing in your life? If not, where are you in your Christian walk? Mm-hmm. I mean, so that's the conversation. Um, so, because I know you opened up one can right there of, you know, okay, God could use evolution. Um, I don't think God would let a mud ball turn into a tuna or a salmon or a world record elk, right? Sure. That's not what you're saying. Are you? I don't. I, I honestly don't know the answer to that. I don't so, either. So here's but, the thing: the, the scripture, when we look at Genesis, and you, you can go to Genesis one, Genesis two, and it's very clear about creation, right? I mean, it's it's very specific. Here's the trouble, though: when we try to determine whether it was six literal days or not, whether God actually created cattle as we see them today or created dogs as we see them today and all their different forms. Um, that's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to assume that that's what God did. Maybe he did. I guess my trouble is, and my trouble has always been putting God into a box, Michael's box that says God only does this. Mm-hmm. Um, again, going back to the premise, this is, we're going to state this over and over again, again today, God created, no matter what, I will always say that God did the creating. It was God's hand at work. It was God doing the doing the business of it, right? Um, but Genesis is written in poetry, right? Mm-hmm. We go back to the Hebrew. It's Hebrew poetry. Um, but we also don't have real specifics as to how the animals were created. We don't, but we know that he knows um, the hair on our head. Sure. Right. But he also knows the needs of the sparrow. So, so let's back up. Let's start. Let's start this com- this part of the conversation backwards a little. Let's let's take the animals <laughs> out of the equation first. You open the can up. Let's go. Let's go to day, the days. The days. Okay. okay. So this is the days. this is this is one of the big questions, right? right? Because the Bible describes time differently in different places, right? So in the Bible, it says that uh, a day in heaven is like the, you know a thousand for human beings, right? Um, it's described as a grain of sand is eternity. You know, the number of sand. I mean, that's how long eternity is. It's just infinitesimal, right? Can you spell that? Uh, probably. Okay, if I wrote it down, okay. it'd be easier. All right. Um, when we think of a human or a an earth day, right, how do we define an earth day? An earth day. 
not using time, but just how would you know that it's been a day? Well, the Genesis account talks about this day God created. No, no, no. Just fit, take take the Bible out of it. We're just talking physical for a second. If you stand outside, how do you know a day has gone by? Well, I guess I don't. Yeah, you do. I do? Sure. How, how would I know that? What's day? Well, it's light, but... Light by what? By the sun. Okay. But What's I could have went to bed and gotten up and it was light both times. Could. I could have just taken a mat, nap. Sure. Okay. You're just trying to mess with I me. Know. Okay. So how do you know it's night? Well, you got, you got, yeah, exactly. It gets the, dark the light, and you the light and dark. Right. And you yep. have the moon, right? Mm-hmm. The moon and the sun don't arrive till the fourth day. Okay. So the first three days of the creation story, as it's, it's argued oftentimes by those who are proponents of the evolutionary theory within the context of God. Um, it says it's a literal day, right? But how we judge a day in human terms doesn't exist in the first three days. Right. How we would determine day and night don't exist. So is it possible that those days are actually longer than a day? That that's just a poetic way of saying it. It was really millions of years. I tend to believe that's possible. Again, I don't know that it's true. Again, this goes back to it's not end of the world stuff for me. So I don't really care how it happened. Um, I, I don't see the real value in having the argument about it. So. But I do see the possibility. Okay. We also know that the creatures, right, don't start appearing till day four either, or day five. Day five. Correct? I'm trying to get caught up with you. Um, Genesis could be a little clearer. <laughs> yeah, why? Well, you know, God could have just wrote this all stuff down. Now we have to remember too. This is this is a really big part of this this conversation, or at least it should be. And and people on both sides of this this debate or whatever, they 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 haste they never want to acknowledge the base truth of this. Who is Genesis written for? People who have zero scientific understanding. Mm-hmm. Zero. So if things like evolution were even described in the first chapter of Genesis, nobody would have got nobody it. Nobody would have Nobody would have understood. Right. It would have made zero sense. They they didn't know what a single-celled organism was at that time. Right. Right? To them, the smallest things are pebbles. Mm-hmm. We know now that's there's lots of things a lot smaller than a pebble. So... Or a grain of sand, for that matter. So this book was not written with science in mind. That should be fair, right? Yep. It's not written for scientists. It's not to prove. It's not written to prove a scientific theory. It's not a textbook. Mm-hmm. It's written to tell us how it happened. Right. From a and you have to big picture. You have to believe it or not. Correct. Yep. So 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 how would you argue that? How would you? go against that comment that the first three days weren't regulated by the sun and moon. So therefore they may not be real days. Well, that's where I have to come back and go, okay, it doesn't really matter if I'm young earth or old earth. If if one day is literal or is one day a thousand years, I don't believe it's a million years um, because I don't see any evidence of that in the word that things are millions of years old. Um, It would be kind of odd. Don't you think that if human beings only showed up on the scene, 
set what we've been seven thousand ish years, five to seven thousand, some depending. I think on Old Earth is like ten thousand. Okay, so <laughs> ten thousand when we know the dinosaur, or we were we're told. <laughs> make sure I get this right. right. We're told that dinosaurs existed something like sixty five million years ago. Right. So wait a minute, humans showed up at the very tail end of that. Right. Mm. So that so seems a little odd. So looking at the at the first three days. You know, God, God was a little busy. He's starting to get things started, right? He made the uh, universe. and You know, yeah, and he's separating the light and the dark and the waters and the land. and um, But we don't know. And that's where, as I think humans, or I should say Christians, we want to jump on that bandwagon and say, just what you said earlier. It's like, no, this happened. This was a day. There's like six days of creation, so there it is. But you're right. The first three verses are not necessarily in a timeline so how do we know we don't know so i can't even argue that except for god did it i mean god created it i think my big thing is no matter what side of the aisle you fall on in this conversation you need to acknowledge that there's both sides can be right we don't know we're never going to know right we're never going to know if those first three days were literal 24-hour days as we know them right right um we don't know if it was a million years doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but I mean, it's well, I think scripture would have said to God, a day is like a million years. Uh, it didn't. Sure. It said a thousand. Well, yeah. I mean, but again, going back to the minds of the people here, they don't think in terms of millions, uh, right? Right. They think right. of th- thousands is a lot to them. Right. Well, they lived to be like 900 years old. <laughs> so maybe it could have been. <laughs> That's well. And, oh, so that's a great argument. That's that's also something that's been brought up. I've heard multiple times is how time was judged, especially in human lifespan. It was, you know, there's people say, well, that was because it was a different calendar. No, no, because that does not make sense, because God said, I'm going to limit it to under 120 years. And guess what? Human beings don't live past 120 years. Yeah, not anymore. We don't. No. How many humans do you know have lived past that date? Uh, no, yeah, none. None. I mean, I've, I've seen, you know, maybe 112. I've seen 114 maybe. I don't know that I've ever seen. And, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. You can put it in the chat, I guess. But I don't know of anybody right. past when God said it that died more than 120 years. That would completely negate the theory, well, you know, it's just calendar issue. Right. Calendar didn't change with Noah, so that's that makes no sense. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some great there's some great stuff out there. Um, some great guys um, that have done the the work. Um, Ken Ham is one. Yeah, um, I know Ken Creation has had museum. Yeah, he's had some legal issues in the past, um, which I don't even know what all that was about. Except for uh, his teaching is pretty solid. Um, so I think we have the video series actually. So if you want a good video series for creation and evolution and just to help the dialogue um let me know it'll take me a little while to (laughs) dig them out from somewhere but it it's a great series there's some great videos of Mm -hmm. uh ken ham and bill nye going Mm -hmm. at it uh debate wise on this topic on youtube bill Uh, nye being the other side yes Mm -hmm. um not that i recommend him theologically on pretty much anything but uh, rob bell does a series uh, uh does a video talking about creation and one thing that he says that I really, really appreciated in this in this conversation, uh, going back to just the fundamental of whether God did it or not, 
he he takes the whiteboard and I, you know i'm a sucker for the whiteboard. You i love the whiteboard and uh he draws these circles and you know puts a line like it's a dial right and he's got all these different circles and he says there's all these different dials that have to be dialed in just right in order for life to exist on planet earth so for instance 21 and a half degrees tilt if it's 21 degrees no life on earth right. if it's 22 degrees no life on earth uh the the fact that there's the earth has 70 percent water coverage right do you know how much water is in the human body 80 percent 70 percent exactly the well, same. i, I could have got it right the salt content in the ocean oh, is the same salt seven, content 70 percent. i don't remember what it was i remember the I'm water thing out. but no it's the same as the human body the salt content that to think that's you know if i was sitting with bill nye or somebody to think that that's coincidence right there's no way you know the distance between us and the moon the distance between us and the sun all of that is intentional it 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 mattered. It had to be right. quite right. And, you know, at this point in human history, we have been able to look and search uh, and research many planets, many moons across our solar system and across the universe. Right. Have they found one that they know for a fact can sustain life? Right. None. Right. You think that's a coincidence? Yeah, I used to think that maybe God had another planet somewhere with people on it as like maybe his first choice and we we're the second choice. <laughs> this goes back to our alien conversation it again. It does. But but again, creation we talk about evolution and evolution is a fine theory. Come up with Charles Darwin by Charles Darwin, right? It's a fine theory. But here's the thing that evolutionists will never ever acknowledge whether they're christian or otherwise they will never acknowledge this eric and that is why don't we see things in the process of evolution right it just happened is that what you mean yeah so like right so for instance they say we came from monkeys right well some jacques Cousteau would say he came from fish okay so why are there not fish humans well, some people mermaids. Have, some, <laughs> some people have lips, um, you know. But why? Why are there? That's bad. You know, I'm if sorry. We, if we came from monkeys, why isn't there a primate that looks like a human being but has hair everywhere and looks like a monkey? Wait, have you not seen the the evolution chart? Have you seen that? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But that's all made up. Well, it like, is. we don't. They don't have fossil record. But or, that's the visual that we're taught, right? I mean, that's right. That's the graph we go off. Um, for the evolution side. And we see that time and time again through, you know, your cells, through your atoms, through your fossils, uh, through carbon dating. Um, Which, by the way, not. carbon dating is a joke. So it's been proven false multiple times. So we have this as the word of God, right, for the other side. So, yeah, I mean, it's I forgot where I was going with that. You threw me off with the carbon dating. But carbon dating is a joke. OK, I'm just telling you. Yeah. No, so you're you're absolutely right. We we I have agree. these I graphs. Agree. We have these these, uh, and this is why I brought up school right at the beginning, because what we've done is we've created in society, particularly Western society, because we have better schooling and education, right? Um, supposedly, <laughs> I guess that's probably a better way of putting it. But we've we've negated this this other part of the conversation that really is a genuine and. You know, when you go back to um, uh, what was the pro the the saint who came up with the intelligent design theory? 
Was it St. Francis? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Anyway, there was a saint, a Catholic saint who came up with the idea of the intelligent design. And the idea of intelligent design, it's it has to be. You you look again at those dials, you look at all of the things that have happened to human beings that human beings are capable of that no other species of animal is capable of. There's no way it happened by accident. God had mm. to have done it. Right. And to be the only ones that have a soul, right? And well, uh, some would say the soul doesn't exist. Yeah. Well, again, that's another discussion for it, another it, day. It, it, it is. <laughs> um, but to have the fingerprint of God all over you as a human, um, when the other critters of the world, you know, don't. Sure, that, that's pretty cool. Um, I'll never forget. It was a Sunday morning, several Sunday mornings actually, in a class when we had um, a teacher, a science teacher, and a who was a Christian, a great, great Christian person, great, great teacher. Um, in fact, I just talked to him the other day, said, hey, I need to know what temperature aluminum melts at, So, because I'm trying to make a barbecue out of aluminum, and I mean, it's all that. But So now you know who I'm talking about if you're watching. Um, but um, but the flip side is, is it was a very interesting class because I really walked out of that class many times looking at Christian Bible-believing people who did not believe that God was the sole creator of their soul. Hmm. I could not believe it. That was a probably, but now I was at a different age, right? Um, so I could understand maybe where people are coming from. I just couldn't believe it. And and to have that infiltrate the church as a mindset, um, and what I mean by that is, is we no longer took a stand in school and said, we need to keep God as a priority, uh, especially in our sciences. You know, you can't bring a Christian perspective hardly in a science class anymore. Now, my kids did. Um, you know, they, they brought the whole creation evolution debate classes and debate. You know, um, one of my kids did a fabulous job with, with debating that. Um, but, man, we can't, we can't do that. We can't even debate it really in church anymore because we don't have the biblical understanding of what happens in Genesis 1 and 2. Well, and this goes back to conversations that we've had multiple times on this podcast. Like everything else, this conversation becomes polarized, right? Mm-hmm. It's either this or it's this. There's no conversation about what could be in the middle, right? right? Um, and that's why I always love the nuanced conversations of, well, you know, evolution may have happened with just the animals and the, the, the earth, and there was some process of evolution happening there. Because the truth is, we do know evolution exists. Micro-evolution right. exists, right? We know viruses adapt. Mm-hmm. We know the f- that flies, inter- in, intraspecies, Evolution happens, right? I mean, look at you look at dogs. There's not one type of dog. There's 30,000 types of dogs. That's because there's microevolution happening within species. Human beings have evolved a lot. I mean, think about Cro-Magnon Man versus us. <laughs> like, you know, the early earliest human beings to us are much more civilized, much more intelligent, much more capable of doing things than ever before, right? So that's 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 clearly true that's scientific fact it's it's just fact it's i mean you might even call it a law <laughs> law of nature right the human beings that things evolve however the idea of going from species to species is a whole different ball game macroevolution where you can jump from a fish to a human right that's where i think most people that are on the side of god did it and it happened in literal six days they get really hung up on that and forget that that's just one part of evolution. 
this side gets so hung up on that that they say, if you don't believe that, then I'm not going to even have a conversation with you about the rest. Whereas it might just be some process of microevolution. Maybe God made just one dog and then it evolved into multiple dogs. I don't know. I suppose that's a fa- that's fair to ask the question. Again, it goes Maybe. back to where we started this, though. Does it matter? Right. Does it? No, that doesn't does matter. It, does it matter? No, what matters is where to start. So you may find yourself today, as we as we finish up this conversation today, um, this may not have interested you at all. Maybe it interested <laughs> you more, and maybe we are dumb and don't have all the answers. We, we warned you at the beginning. We were we not going to have any answers. I think... To, to break this down, to summarize what we've learned or what we've talked about, and I don't know if we learned anything, but what we've talked about today is there are multiple theories, theological and otherwise, of how our planet started. We are not anywhere in the space that we could have probably even real rational discussions with a scientist on Big Bang Theory and all of that evolution and so on and so forth. I don't feel like I could have that rational discussion on all the scientific-y stuff. But what we do know is that God created not just what we see, but everything we don't see. Right. Um, Rob Bell also said in his in his special about creation, he said that as the universe gets bigger, it gets more weird. And as the universe gets smaller, it gets more weird. There's things they cannot explain about the bigness of the universe. There are also things they cannot explain about the smallness of the universe. Mm-hmm. They, they had that particle that when they had the same particle be in New York or on the East Coast somewhere, and then it showed up in San Francisco. They could identify the exact same particle being in two places, not knowing how it got from one to the other. Aliens did it. Maybe. Could be. But that's because God created it, and we don't have to understand everything. Right. right. But we do need to understand um, today. We want you to talk. We want you to, to, to hammer this out. Pull out Genesis chapter 1 and 2. Um, if you want the Ken Ham videos, talk to me. Uh, send us a note. Uh, we'll try to find it for you. If not, we'll try to find you a link uh, to where you can um, you know, preview and see if you even want to purchase it. Um, but Genesis says this out of 126. It says, the, then God said this. God said, let us make mankind in our image. So it's let us, plural, in our image, which is plural, which, uh, again, it's Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, Trinity, um, right there. Make him in our likeness so that, they may be, so that they may rule over the fish of the sea and the birds in the sky and the livestock and all the wild animals and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So he didn't specify all the creatures living on the ground. Um, mm-hmm. So there you have. You got a kind of wide open door on what are, what are the creatures he actually created. Um, and at what point? So God created mankind in his own image. Um, listen, we are the only thing that God created in his own image. We don't see that about anything else in Scripture than, uh, than man. Um, so today, that's what I want to leave you, is just know you're created in the image of God Almighty of the universe. And at Herb Naz, we do a good job at teaching that. We do a good job at following that, trying to keep Jesus the focus of everything that we do, even in creation and evolution. Um and the great debate over whatever side of the fence you're on with that. Um, this is where we don't want you to go. We don't want you to go away because you're an evolutionist. We don't want you to go away because you're offended as a Christian that uh, you have evolution people in the same church. Um, learn to get along and have the dialogue and sit down and drink coffee together. If yeah. not, well, 
We tried. Another great resource, too, just before we go, uh, there's a guy named Frank Turek. Have you heard of Dr. Frank? Uh, Dr. Frank Turek, he, uh, he's part of an organization called crossexamined.org. And um, crossexamined, he, Frank goes all over uh, the United States to different colleges and things, and he does. There's oodles and oodles of YouTube videos um, of him having conversations about all kinds of topics, creationism versus evolution being a part of that and he's very very smart he comes at it from um a religious perspective where necessary but he tries to be as center of the line as he can to hold jesus and hold god but at the same time be able to talk about the science part of it so if you you really want to go deep frank turek is a great place uh great person to go and listen to and watch um, because everything is from a biblical perspective but uh, if he can prove it without using scripture he will prove it without using scripture so mm. he'll use science if he can so it's pretty pretty awesome to have somebody who's able to do that because i am not yeah i'm not i tend smart. to be heavy on the christian side i mean that's who i am well i mean he's heavy on the christian side but well i know but i'm he not can a scientist use science, so yeah I had, I had a student once ask me when we were teaching creation evolution and uh, i had a I had somebody who was just, I mean, they were so smart, they hurt my brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, teaching, you know, they, they could walk through this and all the scientific minutiae of everything. And uh, they turned around and said, hey, P, how come you're not teaching us this? And I was like, brainiac right there, not here. Um, so as pastors, we want to we put forth in front of you the best we can. And sometimes we're not it. Well, probably most of the time we're not we're not it. If Especially when it humble. comes to this kind of stuff. Um, yeah, because uh, there's people out there way smarter than us, so... Just be careful. Um, if you got questions when you're researching creation evolution about what somebody believes and if it's biblically sound in their theology, call us. Um, send us a note. Let us research it for you. Um, let us help you in that because there's false teachers out there. There's a bunch of whack people that will tell you anything they want you to believe. Um, so we want to make sure that we're doing our best for you. So that's one reason why we're doing this today, just to bring it to light. So God did it. He did it. Created it. Done. Next yeah. week. Live. Java Live. Junkies. So come on down to Java Junkies. We'll be there. Uh, in Umatilla. In Umatilla. Yep. Not Stanfield. Where's the, isn't there another one? Uh, yeah, it's in Irrigan. Irrigan, okay. So, uh, so we're going to be at Java Junkies, Umatilla, Umatilla 10 a.m. Yeah, and, come uh, and, come and uh, get a free coffee. Yeah. You don't even have to talk to us. You just come through the drive-thru and go, woohoo, and we'll, hey, we'll give you a card and they'll give you a free coffee and or a free drink of your choice. And, uh. That sounds bad, but it is a coffee house, right? So Yes. Um, <laughs> we won't buy your burrito, though. Yeah, we won't buy your burrito. But we're also going to have a microphone, right? Yes. So we're going to have an extra mic or two there, and uh, we were going to invite you to come, sit down, chat with us. Um, and uh, I think we're just going to ask the question, what's on your mind? Yeah, we're going we're gonna to open it up, and if nobody gives us anything, we'll just uh, off the cuff talk. Yeah, and if you tell us what's on your mind and we don't like it, we'll just say goodbye. Drink your coffee and see ya. I mean, it's our podcast. That's true. But we want you to come see us. So (laughs) have a great week. We'll see you next week. All right.